Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program is on the clock. Newsmax with a breaking update. Looks like Jim Jordan has 19 votes to go. Very interesting to watch this inner machinations of government because we will all remember when Matt Gates and seven others made Kevin McCarthy sweat it out through 15 votes and how the left and the uniparty swamp creatures were all saying oh how embarrassing what an embarrassment the Republicans can't get their act together those eight men and women or 20 as it started, yes, 20 back in January. Those 20 people represent what we believe in. Getting back to the basics. Yes, we can do a lot of good things in this world for a lot of people, but it has to be America first. It can't be your family last forever. And the thing that disgusts me about all of this is that these 19 holdouts will be championed as some kind of a a hero to thwart a danger getting the gavel, a guy who has done nothing except represent America to the best of his ability, Jim Jordan. They talk out of both sides of their mouths. But none of these people, not the media, not Nancy Pelosi or Hakeem Jeffries or any of these clowns who come out, Or the rhinos in secret who don't want Jim Jordan because he will upset the apple cart. None of these individuals feels apparently the way we do about this country. Can you imagine having a son or daughter right now in the military? In one month, in fact, in about three weeks... My third son will be age eligible for the draft. 
that will make three of my five sons eligible if this ridiculous administration doesn't figure its crap out my three sons could be called to serve to fight a war that we have no business fighting how do you think all of the mothers and fathers out there the spouses of u.s military men and women feel possibly having to fight for people who hate america and i'm talking about the u.s government You know, as I've been honest with you about my past, a television news reporter and anchorwoman for 20-odd years, I'm pushing 30 now, the reality that I had the day I realized that it was all a show. And it was about the time of Barack Obama's re-election. It took me that long as a television news presenter. And it's a terrible thing when you see what you believe is an honorable and just industry, when you get to see it for what it really is, filth and corruption and one-sided nonsense. It's not about information. It's not about news. It's not about helping you and your family. It's none of that. It's a joke and it makes me sick. And 60 Minutes is at the pinnacle of my feelings today. Scott Pelley, a hack of epic proportion. I want you to hear his sit-down interview, little clips of this from last night with Joe Biden. But it's the set-up to sitting down with Joe Biden that I think is the most illustrative of the media suck. You're going to hear Scott Pelley make excuses for why Joe Biden is old, for why he looks tired, for why he can't communicate effectively. He's going to sound as though Joe Biden has this super busy schedule and he just carved in this interview with Scott Pelley as a solid. Joe Biden doesn't have anything going on because Joe Biden is in charge of nothing. Anybody paying attention knows this fact. And then he's going to point fingers at Republicans as though what's going on in this country is the GOP's fault. It's all traditional, typical spin propaganda, and it's disgusting. And you need to hear about it. So here's the intro. You know the whole 60 Minutes thing where they're sitting there on the stool, meant to look like so casual, right? Right? And he's going to tell you, ah, Joe Biden, oh, he's old. Oh, he's so beleaguered. It's such a difficult time to be Joe Biden. And he made us, oh, I love Joe Biden. This is enough for the journalist in me to vomit on the spot. Let's see how you feel about it. Go. Rarely does a president confront so much peril. The catastrophe in Israel, the war in Ukraine, and no help from a paralyzed Congress. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. It had been a rough week, and we could see it on him. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month, and he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. But he wedged us into his schedule to express his commitment to Israel after the massacre of more than a 1,000 civilians eight days ago. 29 Americans were killed, 15 are missing, and at least a small number of them are known to have been taken hostage. 
In a video call on Friday, Mr. Biden had this message for Americans in Israel whose loved ones have vanished. We're saying we're going to do everything in our power to find those who are still alive and set them free. Everything in our power. And uh, I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but there's, uh, we're working like hell on it. I'm not going to go into detail because we don't have any detail, because we don't care, because I sit here and I lie to you. It's my number one priority, just like Afghanistan. We're going to work on it. It's just like how we helped people in East Palestine, Ohio. It's the same way we helped people in Lahaina. You know, just like that. Did you hear Scott Pelley's words? He wedged us in. His lifelong stutter. He's so tired. It's just been such a difficult time. Maybe if the United States didn't fiddle so much in other countries' business, we wouldn't find ourselves in these positions. And we wouldn't have now 30 Americans dead and dozens being held captive or just lost. Who knows? We still don't know how many we lost in that raging inferno that acted like a crematorium on Maui. But no, according to Joe, this is job number one. And then the interview gets started. America's oldest president seemed tired directing the U.S. on Ukraine and the Middle East. All of them sound bored, disconnected, unfazed by tragedy. Listen. As we spoke to the president, his secretary of state was in Israel. His defense secretary was at a NATO meeting on Ukraine. America's oldest president seemed tired from directing all of this. Oh, God. Please, Joe Biden isn't directing anything. Joe Biden calls a lid at 1147 in the morning. When people are bombed, when people are shot, massacred, beheaded, raped, burned alive and dragged through the streets. He's so tired. He's got so much to do, says Scott Pelley. You buying it? Because this, by the way, is 60 Minutes. How about, let's talk about Iran. Are they behind this in Gaza? What do you know, Mr. President? Listen to this. Is Iran behind the Gaza war? I don't want to get into classified information, but to be very blunt with you, there is no clear evidence of that. At this point, no evidence that Iran is behind any of this. Correct. Now, Iran constantly supports Hamas and Hezbollah, I don't mean that, but in terms of were they, did they have foreknowledge, did they help plan the attack, there's no evidence of that at this point. There's no evidence of that at this point. I got six billion pieces of evidence that Iran is behind it, Joe, because you're the one who gave them the money. Oh, that's, uh, that's fungible. It could go anywhere. It's not going to be touched for these things. We've been funding this, ladies and gentlemen. We've been funding Hamas. We funded the Taliban. What do you think leaving $83 billion worth of military equipment is? How many tens of thousands of guns? How many trucks? How many tanks? How many missiles? How many rocket-propelled grenades? How many? All of it. We paid for that. And he sits there and lies. And Scott Pelley covers for him. And that is the dance. Do you feel the dance? Are you along on the floor with it? Because when we come back, how about this? Scott Pelley is going to help finish the president's 
allegedly, thoughts, finishes words because Joe Biden has no gas in the tank. He is gone. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so let's get back to, you know, I don't like to do this, but I think it's important that we listen in small little clips to who these people are and what they propagandize. The news is only propaganda. It's all it is. And so rather than getting into the X's and O's of war and who's right and who's wrong and what's this and what's that, our job is to take a step back and pay attention to the response. See what everybody's talking about, how they're discussing it, follow the trends, and then debunk the garbage. Scott Pelley asks Joe Biden, what do you think about Israel going into Occupy Gaza? What do you think about that? Audio soundbite number three. Interesting. Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look, what happened in Gaza, in my view, is Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that... uh, it would be a mistake to uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. We did, but to going in and taking out the uh, the extremists, the uh, Hezbollah is up north, but Hamas down south is a necessary requirement. Well, if it's a necessary requirement, as you can barely stagger through that answer, stop funding them. Stop giving them our money. Hundreds of millions of dollars, $75 million here, $221 million right before Barack Obama left office. How many times do you people have to fund them? How about this? Your message to Hezbollah. Number four, listen to this. There's limited fighting already on the northern Israeli border, and I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Don't. Don't. Don't, don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. Thank goodness we've got Scott Pelley carrying his water for him. Don't, don't, don't. That's as far as he could go. 30 Americans are dead. 30. I would be jumping out of my skin with fury. How about this one? Number five, how about Americans getting involved in joining this war? Do you see that? What? Listen. Can you foresee U.S. troops in combat in this new Middle East war? I, I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest forces in the country. Well, it is its own nation. So, I mean, it is its own military. I mean, like, I don't really know what that means, Joe, other than somebody needs to put a fork in you. Good Lord. So there's one more, and then I'm going to share with you what I think is really going on. And we've noticed this in the last nine months, 10 months. The frequency with which Joe is trotted out to speak and to openly and on television everywhere fail miserably. There is a reason they're allowing him in this shape. He is not strong. He is not sharp. He is not vibrant. 
He is not youthful. He doesn't seem commanding. He doesn't even seem awake or able for heaven's sakes. He squints. Look, I'm sitting in front of a billion lights too. Look, I get it. But he squints. He's always got to have something in his mouth to keep his mouth lubricated. He loses his place. There were multiple cuts in this interview where all of a sudden there's a strange stop and he picks up again. What did they cut out that they didn't want you to see? Finally, and by the way, that super great military that Joe Biden's talking about with Israel, are these the same people we're told missed all the intelligence really do those things do those things reconcile each other because they don't for me and then this is the final one getting dressed listen just listen to joe audio six have you ever known a major war in europe we didn't get sucked into we don't want that to happen we want to make sure those democracies are sustained and ukraine is critical in making sure that happens Ukraine, Ukraine, and now Gaza. We need to make sure those democracies, you know what? All you can see is dollar signs. You don't see them caring about the carnage, about the destruction of all of these places. These, every building is destroyed. It's just, and then booby traps and mines and all of this stuff and all joe biden wants to say is well when was a when was there a war in europe and we didn't get sucked into it really how about no 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 and when asked do you really think that we can fund both is both israel and ukraine this is the united states we can do anything they want to fund this forever. Who gets rich? Not you. Who gets broke? Yeah. Do not go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. There was a Wisconsin representative who said something remarkable. If your daughter or granddaughter is getting whooped by a transgender athlete, she just needs to work harder. Did you hear that? That's real. I've got the story next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So a headline caught my attention this weekend as we were on a school visit with one of our sons in North Carolina. And it came across a regular news feed for me and it said Clemson University, some kind of a, a protest against the removal of tampon and pad machines from men's dr- uh, restrooms. You know, for all of the men out there who have periods, We want to make sure, just in case you're caught off guard, there's something there for you. And so I was reading this and I'm like, what a shame. You have like a couple dozen LGBTQ protester activist people on the Clemson campus who want to make a fuss, make a headline, make a social media feed, make people angry and spread this sort of idiotic nonsense that there are men all over the place who just get caught off guard and they're like, oops, I need a tampon. Can you help me out? <laughs> right? 
And of course, they're protesting because the, the student Republicans on, ca- on campus at Clemson were like, look, can we call a spade a spade and get this stuff out of here? This is just stupid that you people went along with this this wave of crazy for so long is completely ridiculous in and of itself. But but can we get back into living like in realville, get back into the, the, the X's and O's of reality of men and women and right versus wrong and just Get these machines out of here. Well, they protested. That's discriminatory because men can have periods, too. Boy, oh boy, I really feel sorry for some people whose kids come back from campus and they're like, what happened to you? You're a wacko. These these LGBTQ liberal progressive socialist Marxist communist protesters. Boom. That's what you got. Well, I mean, you can kind of dismantle some of that at home, hopefully, if it hasn't metastasized so much. But this whole idea that men can compete as women and beat women and have that be totally acceptable and have all of the women who used to stand up for women, right? All the Me Tooers, all the women's libbers, all the vagina hat women, all of these moms march. Oh, we love our daughters. Where are you? Where are you? It's like all the climate folks and all the the animal rights activists who are shh about all the mammals getting killed in the ocean because of the stupid windmills that are being put in at sea. Because that makes sense, right? I mean, like literally everything that's reasonable has become completely off the charts crazy when Democrats get their hands on it. So I want to read you this article and then I uh, just the headline because you'll get the gist of it. And then I, I want to read, I want you to hear the voice of a state representative in Wisconsin. My, my question is this. Do these people really believe they're on the right side of history? The right side that is so clearly wrong, that is so clearly not backed by science, that is so clearly unreasonable, It's so clearly indefensible and disputable. They have to know that, right? Or are they so down the rabbit hole of progress that they fall over themselves to accommodate any group, any individual who bemoans some sort of disadvantage, right? It's not dissimilar than the, the, from the stupid roundabouts and the speed cones and speed humps in, in my neighborhood and all throughout where I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It is meant to inconvenience the majority for the presumptive benefit of the few pedestrians, bicycle riders. Well, in the fourth cloudiest climate on planet or on the um, in the United States, you know, there's a lot of months that people aren't riding their bikes. So why are we making everybody who drives a car be disadvantaged because that's the way that's progress so here's your headline this is breitbart.com trans cyclists take gold and silver medals at chicago's women's bicycle race okay if we're gonna allow trans people to compete with women why don't men and women just compete against each other all the time why have different categories just have everybody mush together Why are we just allowing a few? Let's let everybody go for it. Women should compete against men in everything because that is the same logic of letting a dude who thinks he's a chick compete against women in their respective races. 
a pair of male-born tranny cyclists took the two top spots in the women's categories at Chicago's Cyclocross Cup bicycle race, sparking accusations of unfair competition. No, duh. Do we really need to litigate biology? Do we need to go back into the X's and O's of, let's see, the way that your spine is, the way that your pelvis is tilted, the shape of your shoulders, how your arms are positioned. Don't don't even get me started about muscles and muscle mass vis-a-vis fat content, men versus women. I mean, shoot, do we really need to do that? No. And I'm not going to do that to you. But what I am going to do, using that as a jumping off point, look, you have an option. You don't compete. Because if you don't compete, the main organization doesn't make money. Why everybody doesn't jump out of the pool. Why every bicyclist doesn't just ride away and let the two dudes who want to believe that they're chicks duke it out among themselves. There you go. Congratulations. How about this one? Wisconsin Representative Dave Considine says girls who lose to trans athletes just need to work harder. Just, just need to work harder. Hey, Brock, you and I are going to go golfing, okay? Now, you're, you're a much bigger man than I am a woman. You're a much better athlete than I am. You can hit the ball, drive, what, 200 and... Probably 260 to 270. I'm maybe because I'm terrible. 150. Maybe, maybe 150. Now, if I got the can into it, we could do more. 150 versus 275, 200. I just need to work harder. That's what this cat is saying. And this is what he says his granddaughter agrees. Baloney. You hack. You Democrat dirtbag hack. Because don't Democrats have granddaughters too? Don't Democrats have daughters? Does this sit well with all of them? Does this make sense? Well, I think we should hear this. Here is this Wisconsin representative, a state guy. He's going to get up and he's going to try to he's going to try to make the case that, you know, boo hoo, a guy beats you at your own game. Well, start start lifting more, start exercise, do some more squats. That's on you. Audio soundbite number one. And my granddaughter, <laughs> who's playing college sports. I asked her about this when we had this two years ago, and she said, you know what? If a trans woman was competing against me in the sport, then that just means if that person's better than me, I need to work harder. Oh, boy. Now, first of all, that he uses poor grammar is offensive, considering he was a teacher. You guys know this? On his legislative website, it says that he was a teacher at Jack Young Middle School in the Baraboo School District in Wisconsin for 29 years. And he retired in 2014 to run for the state assembly. He's currently in his third term. If this is what this guy thinks, that girls, you get the snot beaten out of them because dudes biologically have an obvious advantage that we don't need to go over. What do you think he taught all of those kids for those 29 years? Beyond that, this is fighting words for me. Beyond that, he says, if you're the parent 
of a daughter or the grandparent of a, of a granddaughter who gets her, her butt handed to her by a dude who thinks he's a chick, and you don't think that's fair, you're the problem. I, please, I did not make it up. This is what this man said on the floor of the General Assembly in Wisconsin. Go. The best we got was, well, some parents are concerned that their daughter might miss out on a scholarship. They might miss out on playing for this team or that team. Boy, that doesn't sound like community. That sounds like selfishness. I'm sorry to label it that way, but that sounds like what it is to me. I'm only worried about myself. I'm not worried about building the team and having my school have a powerful team. Oh, boy. His hands are shaking. I wondered, does he know he's dropping the hugest whopper on anybody? Because the Democrats, the party of science, right, are the first to reject all reason and rationale to push a radical agenda that isn't about equal. It's about extra. It's not about equal rights. It's about extra accommodations. It's about going over and beyond, beyond the pale for the one or the two who are crying about being, they're being so discriminated against. I mean, it, you, you cannot, people reelected this guy twice. Can I in, interject some please, logic? Please, If there's no difference, hmm. why do we need men's and women's sports? That's what I just said. Make them all play together. Play, play together. Just go, okay. Then. And then when your daughter gets, or granddaughter gets her whooped, no, no, when she gets injured. When she gets injured going up for a layup against a dude who's way stronger and faster and anatomically different than she, well, I wouldn't cry about it if I were you because according to this state representative, you'd be selfish. These are the people inserted into our lives in various iterations. He was an educator. For 29 years. Dave, what happened to you, man? What happened to you? Do you really believe this? Or are you getting paid? Are you getting some kind of a payout? Something's got to be coming your way, man. Because I know for a fact that's not what you believe about your granddaughter. And I know for a fact that's not what she feels about competing against men. That's a smokescreen, friends. From all the other jazz that's going on. Stay busy worrying about that stuff, right? That's the point. Hey, Bob Menendez, boy, is he a peach. Bob Menendez, why is he back in the news? Huh. Well, it has to do with him being a foreign agent, you know, of another government. Yeah, and the work he did to silence that. Wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Not on the left, no. Mm-mm. Just not if you can hear me. No, Joe can't hear you either. Is there anyone? No, sadly. You guys have half a million dollars stashed in pockets in your in your closet, of course, gold bars, luxury vehicles, connections with Egyptian businessmen. Does your wife get involved in a fatal hit and run and get to walk, not even be interviewed hardly by the police? No breathalyzer? No nothing? No, but that's what happens if you're a Democrat in Congress. 
How about this headline? Bob Menendez blocked bills reforming FARA, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, before he was indicted for acting as a foreign agent. It's just so amazing. It's like, it's so weird. It's almost like connecting the dots to insider trading. I mean, it's kind of a stretch when you're like, how is it that she went in, Elizabeth Warren went into Congress penniless. So did Bernie Sanders. So did all of them, right? I mean, they go in like scraping, scraping by, right? And now all of a sudden, Elizabeth Warren has $100 million. How is that possible? So weird. They must work really hard. My goodness. No, they're dirt bags. It's got to stop. New revelations might shed some more light on the saga surrounding Senator Bob Menendez and his alleged corruption. The senator was recently charged with failing to register as a foreign agent. But he says, I've done nothing wrong. You've got it all wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I'm squeaky clean. I never had sex with that woman. I never once talked to my son about his overseas business dealings. (laughs) Right? I never got involved with gain of function. You do not know what you're talking about. If you question me, you question science. So ridiculous, isn't it? It's apparently been uh, revealed that during his tenure as senator, Bob Menendez was pretty instrumental in shutting down reforms of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. According to redstate.com, here's what it says. The Democrat from New Jersey, who's now facing an additional charge of acting as a foreign agent in an indictment released last Thursday, apparently has a history of opposing Foreign Agents Registration Act reforms, according to Senate records. It's sort of like everybody in the Uniparty and the left going against Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. We need to clean things up. We need to do what's right by the American people. Everybody against that is obviously making some dough and enjoying way, the way it's going. Right? Bob Menendez votes against these reforms because he's the one benefiting by his illegality. Clearly. In 2020, Menendez blocked Republican Senator Chuck Grassley's bipartisan-led effort to create stricter penalties regulating influence of foreign entities on the U.S. government. The Foreign Agents Disclosure and Registration Enhancement Act of 2019 would have built upon existing law to boost disclosure to the public of foreign lobbying campaigns. Should we know that Ukraine has given Joe Biden and his crime family syndicate $20 million in addition to the governments of China and where else, right? Well, if this was the case, if this had been passed, for sure. No wonder Bob Menendez wanted to sink that. Quote, it seems short-sighted to provide additional enforcement tools before we figured out what that regime should look like. Menendez had said on the Senate floor, according to congressional records, the disturbing rise of foreign influence campaigns that use a variety of measures to mask who is the ultimate source or beneficiary should serve as an alarm bell for all of us, said the dude who was taking cash and gold bars 
and a new Benz to replace his bride's banged-up Mercedes that she basically totaled after plowing into somebody in 2018. Menendez also opposed the paid-off act, which would have stopped lobbyists representing clients in countries designed or designated as foreign adversaries from claiming exemptions provided by FERA. You know what we've got to do? And this is where C-SPAN becomes much more must-see TV. These traditionally viewed as mundane congressional hearings, when somebody stands up to oppose a common-sense measure, which is to provide to the American public transparency about who their representatives are being bribed by or who they're in bed with, When these people stand up and vote against common sense measures, ought that not be the reddest of red flags to those of us paying attention that they need to be investigated? Well, Bob Menendez has been investigated. This is now his third federal investigation and his second indictment. And so used to getting away with it are these swamp creatures. So desperate are they to thwart Jim Jordan from representing the conservative change that America demands of a runaway corrupt government. These people will do anything to stop them and us, even voting for war. I wouldn't doubt it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Wendy Bell Radio program. We'll be back at it 21 hours from now. We hope you come back too. Have a great day, you guys. Peace.